tonight from Leviticus chapter 6, beginning at verse 8, Leviticus 6, 8, and the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Command Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the law of the burnt offering. It is the burnt offering because of the burning upon the altar all night unto the morning, and the fire of the altar shall be burning in it. Let's go down to verse 12. And the fire upon the altar shall be burning in it. It shall not be put out. And the priest shall burn wood on it every morning, and lay the burnt offering in order upon it, and he shall burn thereon the fat of the peace of the offering. The fire shall ever be burning upon the altar, and it shall never go out. Up where we live in Nebe, I'm from Nebe, I'm Wayne Butler, by the way. We have firewood everywhere. And, and I can't stress that enough. And we're allowed to cut it for free. So I enjoy doing that. So we go, uh, I go out quite often and keep our wood supply up fairly well. We keep our house heated pretty much exclusively with our wood stove. And there's just something about it when you walk into that house when you've been out in the cold and that fire's just got it nice and toasty. You, you just feel that warm air and, and there's just a special feeling that it brings. Uh, however, a few months ago when it was, we've had a late fall winter that hasn't wanted to quit until lately, but it was a, a very cold night, somewhere near freezing. And I woke up somewhere around 4 in the morning, and it was very cold in the house. Very cold. Usually I'll get up somewhere much sooner than 4 and throw a few more pieces of wood onto that fire. But this particular night, I neglected to do that. And as you would expect or should expect, the fire went down. And there were just a few small coals there, and they weren't enough to uh, heat the house at all. It took some nurturing. I had to pull out some more kindling and a little more paper. I had to blow on those little embers that were there. And eventually I got that fire back up to where it needed to be. You know, a fire can be nice, can be comforting, it can be warming, and it can actually just make you feel lazy sometimes when you sit in that nice heat, but, but it feels good. But one thing I know about a fire is that it needs to be maintained or it will go out. As we read about uh, the law of the burnt offering here in Leviticus 6, which was, by the way, the offering for sin upon the brazen altar, uh, we can see 
here in just those few verses we read uh, that three times it made reference to the fact that the fire must be kept burning. Verse 9 says, It is the burnt offering because of the burning upon the altar all night unto the morning. Again, verse 12, And the fire upon the altar shall be burning in it, it shall not be put out, and the priest shall burn wood on it every morning. This is the first instruction that it would burn all night. And then the second instruction was to put the wood on it every morning. And then verse 13, it just comes right out and says, The fire shall ever be burning upon the altar. It shall never go out. The Lord wanted it to stay burning. Well, how do you keep a fire burning? You have to maintain it. It takes an effort. Now, that fire uh, was up to the priest to keep going. It was their responsibility, and it took commitment. It took an effort on their part. And this was a shadow of Jesus who was later going to become that offering for our sin. And he paid that price on his part in full. You know why he did that? So that he could light a fire in your heart. And that's what he came to do. And there, uh, it just really one like uh, was lit on that brazen altar. It was a sacrifice for your sin to take care of it. But the Lord wanted to light that fire in your heart. And in Leviticus 9, uh, 23 and 24, just a couple chapters farther, it says it was no longer, well here, it's no longer the instructions. Here is where they actually burnt the burnt offering, the first one. And in verse 23 of the ninth chapter, it says, Moses and Aaron went into the tabernacle of the congregation and came out and blessed the people. And the glory of the Lord appeared unto all the people. You know, don't you just hope the glory of the Lord appears to everyone here tonight? It did here. And that's, we we really shouldn't expect any less. But it says the glory of the Lord appeared unto all people. And there came a fire out from before the Lord. And it consumed upon the altar and burnt the offering and the fat, which was when all... When all the people saw, says they shouted and fell on their faces. Amen. God lit that fire. God lit it. Yes, he did. And oh, how powerful a thing that was when God lit that fire. When the people watched that, they saw it. Says they fell down on their faces. Amen. Do you want God to light a fire in your life today? Oh, that's just like it was when he lit that altar up for Elijah on Mount Carmel. Yes, when God lit that fire, why, everything was consumed. Everything. Why, not just the sacrifice, but the stones, the wood, the dust, even the water. When God lights a fire, it's a powerful thing. 
Yes, and when the Lord comes into your heart and saves you, He lights a fire. It's powerful. Yes, it's very powerful. And now that this fire was lit, it was up to the priest to keep it burning. They had a duty. They had an obligation. Uh, you, I, I, I just, as I was preparing this, I just thought, what if you were that priest that let that fire go out? Oh, can you just imagine what it would be if you were the one responsible for letting the fire that God lit go out? Oh, when you're saved, you brought your heavy load of sin to the Lord. You laid it were and out there, as it were, on that brazen altar. And the Lord, wait, but this now, it's Jesus' blood that you brought it to. But it's the same significance. Why, you brought it to Jesus and his perfect sacrifice, covered your sin, took it away, and he lit a fire in your heart. Oh, it was just as beautiful as it was when it was lit there in Leviticus chapter 9. Yes, the Lord did something powerful for you, something special. And the Lord was there. Well, then it's our job to keep that fire lit. Yes, that was the priest's responsibility. Now it's your responsibility. Oh, the priests were committed to keeping it going. No less should we be committed to keeping that fire that the Lord lights down in our heart going. I have one question for you to answer and answer it in your own heart. I can't answer it for you. No one else can. How is your fire? Think about that. How is the fire that the Lord lit in your heart right now? It was started by the Lord. Have you kept it burning Brightly, it took a devotion uh, for the priest to keep that fire going. And I guess you could say, as we've already heard this camp, it was their reasonable service. Yes, that was their duty. That, it, it just made sense. The Lord said, keep it going. Uh, that was reasonable for them. When the Lord lit that fire in your heart, it's reasonable for you to keep that going, to keep that thing uh, lit. Oh, I, I, I just feel uh, so much like I, I want to keep that fire lit in my own soul. I just want uh, the Lord to be right there with me. Keep your fire going. Uh, keep it well maintained. Keep it burning. How is your fire? Your reasonable service. We want to keep it burning brightly. That's what keeps us close to Him. Uh, The brighter your fire is, the closer you will remain to the Lord. It doesn't work to have one foot in the church and the other in the world. Matthew 6.24, no man can serve two masters. Skipping down, you cannot serve God and mammon. It doesn't work. It just doesn't. Revelation 3.15 Speaking to the church of Laodicea, Jesus said, he says, I know thy works, thou art neither cold nor hot. So because thou art lukewarm, neither cold or hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. What's it describing there? What's he saying? 
a Christian on Sunday, and I'm like the world on Monday. Doesn't work. It doesn't work. How is your fire? How is your fire? Remember, uh, back to when the Lord saved you. Oh, what a special time. You, you know how it was when the Lord came in and he powerfully lit the fire down in your life. There wasn't any, well, I'd like to keep this right. Or I'd like to maybe just hold on to this right. No. Wasn't that way, was it? You told the Lord, I'll serve you. I'll give you the rest of my life. And you were good with that. I know you were. Because I know how it was when the Lord came down, let the fire in my heart. Lord, I want to serve you the rest of my days. Lord, I, I don't want any of myself. Ah, oh, there's that reasonable service. Present your body to God. Uh, that, uh, that sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto Him, which is your reasonable service. Why, it all just made sense. It all was just right. Why? Because your fire was just lit and you didn't want anything else. I think of Adab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron. They went after something else. They, they, went, uh, they, they didn't do things uh, the way the Lord instructed. says they brought strange fire. And you can find uh, at least three other places where it says they died. You don't want anything else. No. You, you want the truth and you want that fire that the Lord lit the day he saved you. How is your fire tonight? If that fire is burning brightly, you're going to be close to the Lord. You won't go looking for some other thing. No, you'll be satisfied. You'll be grateful. Oh, when you fell down on your face before the Lord and he lit that fire, he put a joy in your heart. You remember. You know what it was like. Don't let that fire go out. Don't let it go out. Oh, don't let things come and slowly creep in and just put it out a little at a time. Or long, uh, you don't want to just have a few embers there. No. Uh, keep that fire burning. When I think of Adam and Eve, uh, they were created uh, with that fire in them. And they still let it go out. They still let it go out. They were born with that. And yet, they still let it go out. They had everything they could possibly want. Everything was perfect. And there was only one thing that they couldn't do. Just one thing. And they made a conscious decision to willfully transgress the one commandment that God had given them. One thing, they were bombarded. But they had one thing, and they were born with that fire lit, and they had one thing. They were tempted by Satan with a lie in the form of a question. Half God said. Think about it. That, that's, the devil didn't say, just do this. He didn't try to do that. No, he said, half God said. He tried to just put a little doubt in their mind. And I would submit to you that the enemy of your soul would like to put a question in your mind. 
but it's a lot tougher for him to do if your fire is burning brightly. I'll tell you, uh, if your fire is burning bright, uh, it's going to be hard for him to get in there and even put that question there. Keep your fire burning. Adam and Eve knew immediately after they chose to disobey that they'd put the fire out. They knew right now. Instantly everything changed prior to that. They walked and they talked with God. Oh, what good times they must have had. Walking in that garden more with the Lord. And it was, a, it was all just so wonderful. And then that sin changed everything. Now they're hiding from him. Keep your fire burning. Keep, keep your fire burning. Oh, it was a choice. They made a choice there. Backsliding is a choice. We've already heard that this camp. It's a choice. You make that decision. But I'm no longer going to follow the Lord. That's what Adam and Eve did when they uh, ate that forbidden fruit. But First John 3, 4, it lets us know that sin is a transgression of the law. It's a willful act. It's something you're going to just decide. You, you don't just wake up on Sunday and uh, Monday morning and, well, I forgot to read my Bible on Sunday. I must not be a Christian. I'm not a very good person. No, it's not that easy to backslide. You will grow weak. You will grow weak. And that fire might get a little dimmer. Oh, but you can put another log on there. Yes. Oh, uh, you know where there is sin? There is no fire of God. But don't let it go there. You don't have to let it go there. Oh, it's up to us to keep that fire burning in our bright, brightly in our own soul. Jesus was the remedy for our sin. Let me tell you, his blood is powerful. And his blood can't keep you. But you need to keep your fire burning. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. He would like to tell you a lie, just like he did to Adam and Eve. Don't let him. You keep your fire burning brightly, why not those will just sail right past you. They'll look ridiculous. Those things that he throws out there, think, where, where did that come from? Oh, we don't need to give in to that. You think about uh, who the devil is, Lucifer. Ezekiel talks about it, 28.12. It, it talks about it, tells us that he was full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. He was an anointed cherub perfect in all his way from the day he was created. And then in Isaiah, it says in chapter 14, it says, iniquity was found in thee. You see, he was born an angel. He was created an angel and lived in the presence of God. And he fell. Guard your heart. Yes, guard your heart. All the more, that tells me I need to guard my own heart. How is your fire? How is your fire? Keep it burning. First Samuel 31, 1 Samuel 31.1 talks about two, two people are mentioned in this account. The elder Eli the priest and Samuel the young boy. And as we contrast these two people, we can see that only one can hear the voice of the Lord. Samuel was in tune and could hear the Lord when he called his name. Eli, on the other hand, 
could once before hear the voice of the Lord. But now his fire had gone out, and he can't. That's tragic. He could once hear it, but no longer could. Samuel was sleeping within earshot of Eli. In fact, he thought it was Eli calling to him when he heard his name. And Eli, being that close, could not hear it. But he knew enough to tell Samuel what that voice was. How could he do that? Once before he could hear that voice. But his fire had gone out. I don't know about you, but I want to be among those that can hear the voice of the Lord. How is your fire? How is your fire? One last example. We won't read it, but we'll, we'll just quote the five wise and the five foolish virgins. All ten of them had lamps. All ten of them had fire written in those lamps that gave light. Five were committed and took the proper steps. You see, they knew what it took to keep a lamp going. Do you know what it takes to stay saved? I think you do. I believe you do. Do you know what it takes to keep the fire going in your heart? You do. Five cared enough to keep it burning. And they did everything they could to make sure that it stayed burning. On the other hand, five simply just evidently didn't care enough. They let it go out. Their priorities must not have been the same. They just didn't have the concern, I guess, and, and we can just flip this to ourselves, for their own soul to keep that fire burning. Is your fire burning? How is your fire tonight? Hebrews 2.3 says, How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? You know what it's saying? Don't let your fire go out. No, keep it burning. Maybe you've never been saved before. That's okay. The Lord will save you tonight. He wants to save you tonight. He wants to light that fire in your life very, this very night, you can walk out of here with victory in your heart. You bring that heavy load of sin. Why? You'll walk out of here a new person. He'll light that fire in you this very night. Do you need to be sanctified? You can leave here with that. We sang the song just the other day. I never for, can forget how the fire fell when the Lord sanctified me. The Lord would like to light that fire in your heart tonight. He wants to baptize the holy vessel with the Holy Ghost and fire. He wants to put a fire down on you. Why, that'll be your guide. That'll lead you. Why, you need it. The Lord wants to give it. He'll light your fire. How is your fire tonight? Maybe you just need another log on the fire. Maybe it's that simple. You know, even the very best fire 
you, you got to keep it up. You still got to keep adding wood to maintain that. Why? Uh, the Lord has something for you tonight. The Lord has a way that you can keep it burning brightly in your soul. The Lord wants that for you. The Lord has something for everyone here tonight. He has something for you at this hour, at this altar. How is your fire today? May God bless you. May it be burning brightly when you leave here.